Dude, I am freezing my ass off in my house right now. Dude, it's a cold one. Is it? It's colder than other winters, isn't it? I don't know. Is it? I am. It, it is freezing outside. I can't. I can't deal with it. It's pretty cold. I mean, it's December. It's the middle. It's the Ides of December. Today is December fifteenth. December is yeah. freaking cold. No, nah, but isn't like usually like January is even colder. Dude, we are such wusses, though, huh? No, we're not yes, though. We I mean, we, okay, no. What do you think the temperature are. is? What do you think the temperature is? Like at this 50? exact moment, it's probably fifty. I'm looking it up. Um, it's fifty. It's, it's forty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> no, but here's the thing. Here's That's the pathetic, thing, though. dude. Like the wusses. other morning. Hey, are you paying attention? I'm paying attention. What makes you think I'm not paying attention? You were talking over me. No, dude. You, I heard every you, word you say. Whatever. Can you hear other, every word I say? Yeah. Okay, good. The other morning, I was freezing cold, and I was like, dude, what temperature is it? And I looked, and it was like 32 degrees outside. You know? Was it like cold. 3 o'clock in the morning? No, dude. I mean, it was like it was like 6.30 or whatever when I had to get up for work. But yeah. It was freezing. So then, and I, and you know what? I always think. You know, us Californians, we're total wimps. Like, we don't really know what cold is, right? And, um, you know, the person who always used to tell me that is my Canadian friend. And so I look up the town where she lives at the exact same time, and it was like 31 degrees, you know? So I'm like, dude, it's just as cold <laughs> Yeah, but as the difference Canada. Is, is they think that's like a nice day. The difference is they'll like go have a picnic. <laughs> it's true. They will. They'll be like, hey, like, not too bad today. Uh, dude, when's the last time you ate an artichoke? Holy hell, dude! I have no idea. But you have eaten one. Yeah. Are you like peeling it with your? No, teeth I'm not eating you, an like, artichoke like... right now. I'm eating birthday cake, dude. But <laughs> I had artichokes earlier today. <laughs> I haven't had an artichoke in a long time, dude. We just had them in the fridge, and I knew we weren't gonna eat them, so I just looked up how to cook them and ate them tonight, all by myself. Two artichokes. Were they good? Dude, they're delicious. You know, it's just a lot of work, and there's not a lot of uh, meat on them, you know? Did you, is it, okay, I've eaten them where you, like, take the little petals or whatever they are, and you, like, you put it in your mouth, and you, like, you bite down on it with your, your front teeth, and then you pull the petal out of your mouth, and, like, it, your teeth will basically scrape all the... I mean, I'm being serious. Like, is there any other way to eat, to eat them? I don't know. I'm okay, pretty so sure that's, that's what the I've only done. way. Okay, I, I mean, I have no idea. I'm not an expert. Uh, did you dip them in anything? Butter. Yeah, that's what I did. <laughs> I, I put the butter in the microwave for like two minutes, dude. I forgot all about it. I only meant to put it in there for like 30 seconds. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it was all bubbling over. Um, uh, yeah, dude, artichoke hearts are good, man. I, I mean, the whole artichoke, they're really good. I, I enjoyed it. But you know what's yeah. weird is that you end up on your plate with a pile like maybe twice as big as the thing you started with yeah because it's like packed in there real mm -hmm. tight yeah mm. dude i'm like sitting here i'm wearing long johns and gloves in my house dude so cold dude did you did you get some cut off gloves no dude these are real gloves these have fingertips no dude you should you should get some gloves and but it, it makes off. it hard to use like my mouse and trackpad and stuff. yeah exactly i'm not even joking. i love those cutoff gloves i have dude do you like sit in your house with gloves on no i don't sit in my house with them but i i um always walk the dog with them i have like um no see you should you should just cut the thumb and and maybe like a pointer that's finger. smart that, that that is a really smart idea but uh because it, it's like, it you looks cooler you, if you cut them you off don't use the other ones um, I have like weightlifting gloves that are like that, but they don't, they're not warm. Mm -hmm. Scotch, scotch, scotch. Are you drinking scotch? I love scotch. Are you drinking scotch? <laughs> drinking the Glen Fittich you got me for my birthday. Ah, dude, that's 15 years in the making right dude, there. Dude, it's really good. Like, I can honestly say this is a good scotch. Hey, you know what? What is the year? on that well like re read the bottle well it says since 1887 but because here's what i'm thinking look. 
I mean, the label says 15 years, but what if that thing's been sitting on the shelf for like three or four years? Um, you know? Yeah, I see what you're saying. I mean, where am I going to find? Where am I going to find it? I don't. I don't see a date on it anywhere. I don't know. I'm but I mean, what like, is that? What does that 15 years really mean? Does that mean? I like, mean, it was 15 years until it left the freaking. Uh, uh, cellar or something, right? Until it came out of oh, the it's, barrel. It's, until it came out of the barrel. I think that's so. What, that's the time spent in the barrel. Yeah. Maybe it doesn't get you know any what? better once it's out of the barrel. I don't know. I have no idea, man. Yeah, I don't know either, but... Okay, but that but what you just said seems like it makes sense. So. But I'll tell you what, man. It's a good It's a good uh, single malt scotch whiskey. Are you drinking it on the rocks? How are you doing it? Yeah. Two cubes. Nice. Did you get some cool glasses? No, just using the coolest ones I have. Yeah, like uh, Mickey Mouse or something. What the hell's Mickey Mouse? I don't know. Like, you, did you ever have like cups and plates oh. when you were a kid that have like cartoons on them and stuff, like Bugs Bunny or something? Yeah, you know what? We made our own plates once uh, when I was young, and I drew, or I had maybe I had my sister draw or something. I don't know. Uh, Ninja Turtles, and that was the plate I always ate on. Wait a minute. I had two. I had Ninja Turtles, and I had one that had a Transformer on it. Ooh, Transformer is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, no Mickey Mouse cups, though. We had, like, these placemats that, um, I don't know, they were, like, uh, maps of the world with, like, all the, the capitals of every country and stuff like that. I don't know. Oh, dude, I'd have been mesmerized. I loved maps. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'd have eaten my food in all so honesty, fast. In all honesty, like I, I, I remember like I liked those ones, and then we had these ones. I had these ones. I guess this is when I was even younger. We had these ones that had like, um, like pictures of like cars and trucks and like airplanes and stuff like that. And these are placemats. <laughs> yep. I we never ate with placemats in my family. See, these are like, I, and I totally know why my mom got these. They're like these placemats that are like, like kind of like linoleum or something so you know if you spill your food you can just like rinse it off like (laughs) hey do you like a little bit of frosting or a lot of frosting on your cake it depends um typically you know it's like i mean you want to say that you like a lot of frosting because that's (laughs) you know i mean there are these cakes where you eat them and there's a ton of frosting and you take a big bite of it and it tastes pretty good um but sometimes it's it's over overboard so, so you like a like moderate a, amount. A mo- I like a little more than like probably what it's supposed to have. So a little extra <laughs> frosting. But sometimes, you know, it's like, sometimes, you know, sometimes you'll get one of those pancakes uh, and you'll not, not a pancake, but a cake made in a pan. And uh, you get the corner piece because you're thinking to yourself, I want all the frosting, you know. And then you end and up just not eating it all. It's like too much. Mm-hmm. It's too much. I hear you. It's just nothing but frosting. <laughs> so anyways. Do, do you know what um, episode this is? No. I think this is 60. Am I off? Uh, I mean, this sounds reasonable. Let's look. <laughs> sounds reasonable. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a look. I you know, know. I've been, been told that some of our listeners hate this. That we don't know what episode it is. They think we do this as a joke, like this is a gag. Dude, it's totally not a joke, and I'm right. Episode 59 was Halo 4. Okay, well, this is episode 60. Dude, Halo 4 is like old news now, man. The hype is gone. You know what's crazy? What? So I told you how I beat that game. I beat it on Thanksgiving, well, yeah, Thanksgiving Day. Uh, me and my brother, right? Let me guess. You haven't played it since. I haven't even turned the Xbox on <laughs> <laughs> since since we like the credits rolled and the game was over. I turned it off, unplugged it. Haven't even. I I have plugged it into my TV, but haven't even turned it on. I think I'm done with it. Like it, the next Halo that I want to play is uh, I want to play the first one over again, and I want to beat it on freaking shoot. What's it called? <laughs> Jason. The mute on that one. Oh, I thought I just lost you for a second. No, I had to hit mute. Holy hell. 
I was coughing like, hang on, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm having a brain freeze. What was it? Uh, the hardest difficulty level on Halo it is called, not Immortal, it is called... Yeah, legendary. Legendary, thank you. Oh, I've never man. beat a single Halo on Legendary, and I feel like I need to go back and play the first one on Legendary. No, they're super. They're super hard to play that way. And no, but it's honestly, fun. We agree no, that it's, it's not fun. fun. Why no, is it not I fun? disagree. They're so hard. They're not fun. No, dude. It's like you take every little aspect of the level. No, and the, what's what's before Legendary? Out Heroic the method. Yeah, Heroic is fun. Legendary is is like, um. What do, you, what do you call that, where people enjoy being punished or whatever? Masochist? Yeah, there you go. And I don't enjoy it. I know what you mean, but it, it's uh, like, you know it's, what? There's a bunch really of people out there calling fun. you a wuss right now, you know? Okay, I'll tell you what. Legendary on not co-op, on just like single player, not fun. No, I'm telling you, dude. Look, let me put it this way. I beat, I beat Halo 4 on regular very easily. No problem at all. I beat it on Heroic pretty easily because I had already played it once and I kind of knew what to do. You know what I mean? It wasn't that I mean, hard. So I've already played Halo 1. I think I could I think I think could uh, do Legendary. Well, you should get it on that thing. They have it for Xbox 360. Because oh, Halo oh, 1, remember, is I not hear you, 360. Dude. I hear it's, you. Uh, and so is 2. two. 1 and 2 were both original Xbox. They have that thing now, like Halo... They don't have the second anthology one, but or whatever. It's, it's anniversary, um, and I know someone who has it, and, I, and he already asked me if I wanted to borrow it. So that'll do. Are next. are the graphics like updated? Yeah, well, you know, they got that thing where you can press the back button on the controller, and it switches between old school graphics and new school graphics. No, and, I didn't know that. Yeah, it, yeah, in game you can do it. Like it's a big deal. And what's cool is when you go to the old school graphics, you don't go to three by four. You stick in the widescreen environment, you know, which is really cool. Because wow. that's one thing I hate about going back and playing older games, even like Mario. I, I just wish it was widescreen, you know? No, I totally hear you. Huh. That's probably pretty. And you know what? That's. I feel like they probably had to put some real effort into making that happen. Yeah. And you I know mean, what? Um, who knows? But it doesn't seem easy. Yeah. I actually think it's already gone down in price like a lot. Well, yeah. I mean, they're. I mean, let's be honest. They're old games. Yeah, I mean, it's old, but uh, it didn't come out that long ago. Well, and you can play them on Xbox Live. I mean, I assume so. Yeah, look on uh, on Amazon. It's thirty bucks. It's already. Did you probably find it used at GameStop for like twenty? You think so? Yeah. No way, dude. GameStop would probably have it for like twenty-eight bucks, dude. Nah, dude. They suck. They're not cheap. I disagree. Okay, I'm going to do Best Buy. You disagree, huh? Um, I do. No. <laughs> I, I've bought games used at GameStop that were like, I I felt like I was getting, you know, reasonably good deals. They don't take a lot off. Yeah, dude, I think 30 bucks is, uh, look at this. Okay, at Best Buy, pre-owned is $5 off. Wow. That's Game not much at all. Stop. Let's try GameStop. I didn't know Best Buy sold used games. Neither did I. Maybe they only do it online. Yeah, seriously. I've never even heard of that. Dude, this Glenn Fittich bottle has a, what looks to me like an elk on the bottle, and it reminds me of the elk we saw. Dude, they had, okay. I mean, I, I wasn't really going to tell you this, but they had this one, they had this 15-year-old scotch that was in this really cool bottle with an elk like a metal elk like like uh you know immersed into the glass like it, mm -hmm. I, I, it was really cool and um i was gonna i was gonna get it for you it was a 15 year old one but uh it's too expensive <laughs> <laughs> oh are uh, you ready for this jason are you ready i could i could have got that one but then i couldn't got you the johnny walker that was the thing Okay, here we go. So, so listen to this. Dude, I got so much booze for my birthday. It's not even funny. Okay, GameStop. Halo, Combat Evolved Anniversary. Buy new, 29 bucks. Pre-owned, $27.99. That is exactly what I said it was going to be. $28. <laughs> it's bullcrap, dude. They're so dumb. Well, yeah, for that kind of price, I mean, you just get the real thing. I mean, who cares? Hmm. Bullcrap. I hate GameStop. 
Okay, maybe I'll maybe I'll look more closely. Maybe I won't shop there anymore. No, Not that I shop shouldn't. there regularly. And you know, I had like a bad experience when I was there once. Like a lot of times, they only have like one person working, and there'll be a bunch of people in the store, and it just takes forever to get out of there. You know what? That is the truth <laughs> when it, of GameStop. That is the truth. They like their their staffing is a joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, so uh, podcast number thirty. No, I'm sorry, freaking 60. Yeah. Um, podcast number 60, this is no format where we talk about anything that we feel like and as long as it's super cool. Or like or super important. That's right. Is that our tagline? Is that like our official tagline? Yeah, I'll okay. say so. A podcast about super important stuff. Um, And I am Joshua Wettenkamp and with me as always is... Jason Hayes. And uh, today is Saturday, December 15th uh, of the year 2012. This may be the last podcast. It may uh, be the last one in 2012. Although, probably. No, no, no. I'm saying ever because the world may be ending. Oh, shoot. You're right. When is it supposed to end? Uh, When does the world end? It's soon. December 21st. Well, I mean, that's, yeah, six days from now. At least that's what timeanddate.com says. <laughs> well, I guess we'll all find out. <laughs> you know? Maybe, yeah. maybe this is the last one ever. Um, Wait, December 21st, if we do it in exactly one week, that's five, six, that's six. Yeah, so we won't even get a second. We won't even get, get that. We won't get this, another one in. This might be it. Mm-hmm. This could be the end of no format. <clears throat> well, we had a good run. Hey, 60 is a good one to end on, right? I it mean, is. It is. So I'm glad that it, you know. Not bad. It worked out the way that it did. <laughs> you know, will will people in like, let's say, 2,000 years, once... The zombie apocalypse has a ha- has happened, and like, and then the world like gets over that and repopulates, and it's just a whole new world. Will people like find hard drives? Will they find my computer? I wonder. And about open the up same this thing. hard drive. Yeah, I mean, like, how long does magnetic storage last? Is is? I mean, uh, are are we really screwing up the the profession of archaeology? Well, okay. First of all, I, okay. If that were ever actually the case, like people would unearth your computer the way they unearth a tomb of a mummy, mm-hmm. right? Um, they well, would like probably... I'm imagining I'm imagining like a volcano flash flood in this area. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Okay. So we're under a bunch of freaking obsidian, <laughs> right? Okay. Uh, I, I have to imagine that you know you. I mean, I don't know a whole lot about this kind of stuff, but you know, they'd take that hard drive and put it in a clean room, mm-hmm. right? And they probably have some pretty sophisticated shit where they can, like, you know, get the data off that disk, even if it was corrupted sure. or something like that. So it's it's not like it's not like they're just going to take a you know a USB cable and plug it into a computer and be like, oh, this drive doesn't work, mm-hmm. you know. So, but I mean, even still, there probably does come a point where the data can't be retrieved. I mean, yeah, I'm just wondering, like, how long does? I mean. Magnetic storing information magnetically has probably been around since like what the fifties or something. I mean that was like yeah, the way to do yeah, it. Yeah, like the back very the day, very beginnings it? of like yeah. the magnetic hard drive. Yeah. So I wonder, like, do we still have hard drives from back then that we can read data off of? You know. Well, you know and that's what the only problem, been sixty years. You know what the real problem would be is I bet you the data is still on those discs in a form that could probably be you know uh read by some kind of machine but the problem is is like what the hell format is that data in assuming yeah like if there's really an a zombie apocalypse and people have to re maybe all the programmers died so maybe they have to like relearn how to you know i mean i guess i mean and this is really a guess i mean i just i shouldn't even act like i know how this works I, i don't know how hard drives work how they hold data i mean they're what they're binary right it's like ones and zeros yeah and i mean i think that would be true for even the oldest hard drive 
So I don't know. I guess there's binary data that, you know, can be read. Yeah, I'm just wondering if, like, uh, after years and years and years, if, like, the magnetic poles of the Earth, like, somehow mess up all the data and hard drives. You know what there, I mean? There, I don't there know. Probably, there probably comes a point where that happens. Um, or if it fades eventually, you know, if it wears off. So what do you think is a better method of, like, storing information? I mean, you know, we should have uh, our Egyptologist back on the show. I mean, I'm thinking, like, ancient egypt like they stored information in the form of like pirates right like well no i'm thinking hieroglyphics like like carved into carved into like the walls yeah well i'll tell you what we're heading in the wrong direction because now there's not even gonna be hard drives they're gonna be solid state drives which is even worse well what do you what's so what's what's more resilient long term like hieroglyphics or magnetic storage i mean hieroglyphics they've been around for a long fucking time right i mean even like weathering hasn't I mean, it's weather ruins some things, but we still have. You know, but it's kind of like it's kind of like the same uh, predicament because, like I was saying, you know, you might take one of these hard drives from the '50s, and the data is there, but it can't be properly interpreted because, I mean, who the hell knows what kind of format that data exists in, right? It's some some, like lost language, right? And that's the same problem that they found with like a lot of like hieroglyphics. Is like, sure, we can see the hieroglyphics, but nobody can decipher them. Yeah, you got a point. You got a point. <clears throat> hmm. So, uh, <laughs> it's actually kind of interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad we don't have like an expert to tell us. Hey, you know what that ties into kind of nicely? Did you set that up? That doesn't have anything to do with the giver. It does. How? <laughs> so we're talking about you know, the storage of memory, the oh, memories, the storage okay, of infor- okay. the preservation of like historical <laughs> information. Is that how we're going to store information <laughs> through the giver? Well, I'm just saying that was a, that would have made a nice segue. You didn't, you didn't, I, I, had, I didn't even you didn't, think that didn't even cross my thought in my mind. Hmm. But okay. that is, that is a really good segue. <laughs> That's a good segue. So I finally read the giver. So, so it's like like a sixth grader level. It is. It, it, oh, it's it's. And you know what? I mean, that's probably when I read it the first time. And you never read it in school, obviously. No. Yeah, I that mean, is, it's weird. It's weird that like I mean I know exactly what the book looks like, but you know what? I've asked a couple other people like, hey, have you ever read The Giver? Because you know you made such a big deal that I didn't yeah. know it. And they they uh, one person that I asked who is you know um, an adult. I think she's I don't know twenty five. It hadn't even heard of it, and I and I was like, "No, you've definitely heard of this book." And I was like, "If I show you the cover, you're gonna know it." But you're saying that cover. because you're saying that because you knew of it, you just never had never. I read knew it. of it, and I could picture the cover with that old man and the okay. you know the fake torn page. Yeah, right. I, I could picture the cover. I mean, I knew what it looked like. Um, I showed her a picture of the cover. She's like, "No, I've never seen that before." Well, I mean, like, I kind of uh, liken it to. Uh, what's the book called? The Kite Runner. You know, I bet not everyone has heard of The Kite Runner. And they even made a movie about it. But it's a book that a lot of... Is there a movie a of The Giver? Of, not that I'm aware of. I don't think it would make a very good movie. It, uh... I don't know. I think it I think it'd be... Eh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a movie that some people read in school i mean i don't know if people it's are a still movie reading. That some people read <laughs> it's a book it's a book it's a book that, i don't know if people are still reading uh the kite runner in school but i read it in school you read the kite runner in school it was in college actually when yeah it first came out because yeah and you know what that guy's from around here he's from san francisco i mean the book takes place in san francisco too yeah i never read the book i did see the movie that was a great book i mean it's a great movie too but uh, yeah, the giver. I, you know, I don't know. I think you might have been asking. Okay, let me ask you this: Was the oldest person you asked twenty five? Uh, probably so. Twenty five, twenty six. Something because like you know what, it it might have to do with how old you are. Because I, as I found out, I think I already mentioned this on another podcast. Uh, I didn't realize it was made. I mean, when was it written? Like ninety five or? It's relatively recent. Yeah, yeah. I was surprised not, by that as well. So maybe I read it 
like the kite runner you know what i mean i read it when it first came out like it was in like pop culture maybe it was it was it was curriculum for a couple years you know what i mean and then people after that just never read it that could be yeah maybe so maybe so you should ask some people who are like your age 30 good idea and and maybe that'll explain it hey listeners if you you know what doesn't matter what age you are uh leave a Leave a comment on our website, noformatpodcast.com, or email us at noformat at noformatpodcast.com, and uh, let us know if you've heard of The Giver, if you've read The Giver, and what you think about it. And if you read The Giver, I want to know, did you read it as part of school, as an assigned reading, or did you just read it? Or both, like me. Okay, or both. (laughs) So, what do you want to know about The Giver from me? First of all, let's set it up a little bit. For those of you who haven't read it. Ooh, is this going to be like a spoiler thing? No, 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 no. Let's not spoil this one. Okay. I know we're big on spoilers usually. You know what's funny? The last two episodes in the show notes or whatever, the description or whatever, they're both spoilers. Like, what have we talked about? We did Halo, the Halo, last one. And, and Skyfall, the last time, the time before that. Yeah. We spoil things like crazy. <sighs> <laughs> Did you get that? Yeah, I got that. (laughs) (laughs) So somebody noticed that we're both online right now and uh, is guessing what we're doing. Anyway, um, so The Giver is a very short novel, uh, but also a very controversial novel. Like, didn't you read, Jason, that that book was like banned in certain countries or something? You know what? No. Unlike what I usually do, I do this with movies, I do it with books. When I after I like watch a movie or read a book, I'll often go and like research about yeah, it. Yeah. Basic, basically what I mean is I'll go read the Wikipedia article <laughs> about it. Um yeah. and I didn't do that with this. I just I read it and that was the end of it. Well, that that is the case. Uh certain countries, I guess, didn't want you to read it. Because it is controversial. It doesn't it doesn't shock me. Yeah. You know what yeah. it reminds me of in some ways? Okay, well, okay, because we can't give too much of it away. Um, what's the, what's the story where they burn all the books? Uh, oh, that's, uh, Indiana Jones. No, <laughs> that's not what I was thinking of. Last Crusade, um, dude, the Nazis. <laughs> uh, no, it's where they like get rid of all the information. What, what is that story? Oh, 1984? Oh, thank you. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You know what? Thank you for mentioning that because The Giver, much like 1984, well, I like because this is these are not my words, but they say this book is a seemingly uh, utopian culture, but you soon find out the dark secrets it holds. Isn't you that don't a good? Agree with that, that? No, I totally agree with it. Yeah, I love it. I yeah, love that, that description. That, that pretty much, yeah, that's so. There you accurate. go. This book is about a society that appears to be a utopian society at the beginning, but you yeah. you learn things about it. Well, which, I mean, even which, right which off the bat, when you're mind, reading the you know, book, which... it's it's like very, um, it's very strange. You know, they describe it, they call it a community, and it is very utopian-esque, but it's also like eerie, you know, and you could you yeah. get this sense right off the bat that it's like... Something's not right here. There's something not right, like there's something fishy. They're clearly, yeah. it's clearly a happy society, but... Right, the people are happy. But it's like wait like that, that's not how that's that's not how society's supposed to work is it like like where's the freedom here like yeah, yeah. you're right something just doesn't seem right about it yeah. and and you know it's not that it, I, I really like the fact the fact that the book uh it lets you decide how to feel about it and it's one of the it, it presents a problem that you know, there's, there's not a good answer to, like, y- 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 it's just not, uh, what, what's the problem that it, well, on. I mean, there's one glaring thing that they, that this society does that I'm not going to talk about. And, um, I think it, you know, I think every, this is part of my archeology, span but every point has a counterpoint. And it's like, I, there's never a point that is 
100% on one side, and that's right. There's always some truth behind everything. Even if it sounds horrible, there's some good behind it. And do you agree? Do you see where I'm going with this? I think I know what you're trying to say. Yeah. And so this this big thing that that happens in the society that this society has accepted, it's uh it's horrible. But there is some it, it it's it's like 95% horrible is what I'll say. You know what I mean? You know, okay, because they uh, I mean, how can we talk about this and I not... don't know. We just shouldn't. We shouldn't because I really want everyone to read this book. Um, I hope I've sparked your interest in it because, okay, well, wait a minute, Jason, how did you feel about it? What did you like it? Yes. It's a good book. It's what a do you good book. Give me it's also extremely easy to read. What do oh, I read it? Easy. How fast did you read it? Uh, I read it in two days. There you go. Two day, two day book. And how fast is, uh, how fast did you read that other stupid book you read? Uh, that was two days and that book is not stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Alchemist. That's no, I, I, I'm going to edit that out. So they don't know what book you're talking about. Shut up. <laughs> the Alchemist. Lame. Um, both of them are. So I guess I just read like easy books. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. You do. You read like second grade reading level books, dude. Shut the hell up. <laughs> I'm over here second reading grade reading level. And you're reading. You're reading The Alchemist. <laughs> <laughs> okay, whatever. Um. <laughs> My rating. Uh, what do I rate it? I think like an eight. What did you rate The Alchemist? It's a ten. Damn it! Are you serious? Nine point nine. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's 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 very very high. I'm gonna give it a nine. The Alchemist? No. Oh, The Giver. Yeah, a nine. I mean, yeah. I I don't like. I I don't look at someone rating that as a nine and you know think wow what an idiot or something. Yeah. No, I mean it it could be a nine. Um, I was even thinking 8.5, so yeah, yeah, it's up there. It is a great book. Uh, what did you think of the ending without saying anything about it? Were you okay with it? Oh man, the ending, um, is weird. Yeah. Don't, don't expect any. I was a closure. Okay. Here's the thing. I was, I was really okay with the ending and i liked the ending uh, so the the final paragraph the second to the last sentence oh shoot i don't know if i remember it but go on i liked it and then the final sentence i didn't like are you serious <laughs> that makes me want to read it dude yeah i mean you just gotta read the last page <laughs> oh, that's hilarious yeah Okay, no. I don't want to say I didn't like it. That's not really the right way to put that. It's not that I didn't like it, but it's like this the last paragraph. Oh, is, dude, you know what? Like I, so I just opened up the book, and uh, you know what page I was on? No. Because you have to refer to this page like one or two more times in the book. I bookmarked it. What page? The instructions he receives. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It's kind of good to go back and read that a couple times Yeah, throughout the book. Um, but, uh, give me a second. I have to read this now so I can just at least comment on it. The final two two sentences. Yeah. I'm almost there. Okay. Here we go. Maybe it's not even sentences. I don't have the book on hand. Maybe it's like a comma. Maybe it's like a comma. There's there's a very last paragraph and there's two sentences in the paragraph. Is that what you're talking about? Okay. Josh, you can like cut this part out. Read them to me. No, I don't want to have to cut this out. (laughs) Um, because it might be let just me just one say, sentence with a comma in it. Let me just read this. Hold on, hold on. Okay, no, I think I think this is what you're talking about. Mm, Why don't I you mean, get it out? I, do you have it? I don't. How do you not have it? It's at Leah's place. It's not here. You you bought it? Uh, you bought the uh, paperback? Yeah, I bought it at a used bookstore for, like, so cheap. It was ridiculous. Oh, really? See, I just read it on my phone. Oh, see, I could. I wanted to do that, but I just didn't want to pay for it. Yeah, you would have paid a lot more for it. I think I paid, like, seven bucks for it or something. Um, no, I'm totally cool with both of those last sentences, and they are very poetic, and I love that. It's not that I don't like them, but it's like, do you agree with me how the second to the last sentence 
is better than the last. Yes, that is true. Okay. That is true. Hey, I have a question for you. How what? do you feel about ebooks? Ebooks as in uh like EPUB format? Like how do like you feel e- about books that are electronic? I don't have much I the are you fully embracing it or are you do you have reservations? I don't have any reservations. I just don't like paying for them. Yeah, they are they are more expensive and you can't get used copies, you know. You can't get used ones and it's like they're they're not cheap, you know. You can't check them out at the at the library. Or that's that my problem with that, them. But... That's my yeah. problem. You know, oh, that's okay, not okay. my problem with them. But that aside, I don't really have any problem. Okay, one thing that I don't like about it. I do have a couple problems with them. Number one, <laughs> They don't have true page numbers. Yeah, yeah, I hear you, I hear you. And that becomes a problem when you're doing anything more than just reading a story, you know? I had one once for a textbook in a class that is a nightmare. Because your teacher will tell you, like, go to this page, and it's like, who knows what that page is? You're right, that is a big problem, you're right. Like they don't. So, have page so you know numbers. what? It's just. Uh, it, well, no. Even if everyone had an ebook, it'd still be a problem because you can change the font size. Yeah. So the lack of actual page numbers, like true page numbers, is uh, super annoying. But you know um, what? No. Okay. Look, that's a problem that can be solved because really, they just need to have chapters and then line numbers. If they just had like line numbers, if maybe you could tap well, the screen whatever. once more I mean, time I don't, and have line numbers. I'm not saying you can't solve the problem. I'm just okay. saying it hasn't been solved yet. Currently, you're right. That is a problem. Okay. Um, What's another problem? Hmm. That's my big one. Honestly. I can tell you, you haven't mentioned my biggest problem with them. Hmm. What's that? A book uh, that I have finished is a trophy. Yeah. And I've got nothing to display to all my friends to show them that I'm better than them. Yeah, but like you have a lot, you have like primarily, well, I don't know. You do have like albums, but basically you all your like music is digital, right? Yeah, you're right. You're right. And you know what? I, I, I grew up at a time, I, you know, I don't think I bought any tapes. My, my brothers had tapes. I think I pretty much started out on CDs. Yeah, see, I've had like, like I could count the number of CDs I've owned on literally one hand. Yeah, I don't think I got more than twenty, and then and then Napster hit, and it was like, well, thanks CDs, I'm done yeah. with you. Yeah. So I don't know. I the trophy thing, I get it, but it's not a deal breaker for me. Like I don't know. I'll um, tell you what. I'll tell you what. There's a difference between a bookshelf and a stack of CDs. A bookshelf, dude. That. That's like, yeah. That just that just means so much more. It it's like <laughs> knowledge, and you have all that knowledge in your head. You but what, what about I mean? like? I mean, what do what do people who are really into and music? Culture. What do they do? What do people what? do with their CDs? The people who are really into it. Like my dad, he had like a cabinet. Dude, of just CDs. put him in those stupid like. St- Things that they don't sell anymore. <laughs> they hold all your DVDs and things like that. Like like one of those books. Like the binder. No, I'm thing? just thinking those like picture this like wire frame thing that just has a bunch of slots, you know. That like carousel. Yeah. Whatever. No. Okay. No. You know what I'm thinking of is you ever you've seen this? It's like it goes in your home theater system, and it has like a, it can hold like 500 CDs, you know. No, uh, I don't. You're talking about a disc put, changer. It's a disc changer. Yeah, and oh. you put the discs in on their edge. You never seen that, yeah, Jason? I know exactly what you're talking about, but that is not how people display their their collections. Yeah, and dude, those are so ghetto. That is like, if you still have one of those, you need to go jump off a cliff because <laughs> there is like such a better solution. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Where there's yeah, like, I know exactly it's like a 500 CD thing. Um, it's like, dude, it's I've like, only ever seen that. Like it's in like I just want to throw an iPod in someone's face that has one of those. <laughs> I've I've never actually seen one in like a person's like house. I've I've only seen it like at the Sony store. Yeah. Um. What was I gonna say? So okay. Um. Issues with eBooks. I just. The, the, for me, it's the page number thing. It just drives me crazy. No, see, see, I, I, I oh, oh, read. you know what my other thing is? Here's my other big issue with eBooks. 
is that for the most part, ebooks, like they're they're really kind of like a newer kind of thing, a newer type of media, right? I mean, they're mm-hmm. certainly newer than like music or movies, but and they are like really caught up in some proprietary DRM bullshit that is just like totally annoying. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And like you you might be locked into a platform, you yeah. know. I yeah. mean, it's like Kindle versus Nook versus right, this right. and it's like, oh, who gives a shit about all that? It's like <laughs> you know, like, you got a point. You got a point. That is uh that like does in, sour it. But you know what? I mean, our DVDs, do they have the same problem? I mean, you can play a DVD on anything. You can put a DVD in any DVD player. But you, you can't want. you can't play a Blu-ray on a DVD player like you have to have a Blu-ray player. But that's not the same thing. You can't that's, copy that's like them. saying you can't read a book on a te- on like a like a non ebook reader. I mean, that's not the same argument. Like you can put a, any you can put a Blu-ray disc there in are, any there Blu-ray player. There are a number player. of movies, Jason, that I cannot watch because I don't own a Blu-ray player. I have other things. I can stream video. I but, can. But what I'm saying is, if you own a Blu-ray disc, you can put it in any Blu-ray player you want, and it's going to work. Okay, whatever, dude. I'm just trying what to I'm saying example. is, if you buy a book on Amazon Kindle and then you want to read it on an Apple iPad or whatever. I mean, you could do it with the stupid app and all this bullshit, but it's like it's just it's like it's it's uh, <laughs> you just it's, said it, you can do it. <laughs> okay. You can't do it in whatever application you, you can't, want. You can't you can't buy whatever, an ebook dude. on Apple's iBooks and read it on a Kindle device. All right. I understand. I understand where you're coming from. So that stuff drives me crazy. It makes me like not want to buy them. It really does because I really think about it. It's like until they like iron all this crap out. It's like I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to like down the road be thinking, uh, well, look at all these books that I wasted my money on that like I can't read. That's not gonna happen. Or, or you know, besides, just, aren't they all EPUBs? They're EPUBs, but they're like you know, Fair Play, DRM, and all this crap. I mean, I just can't imagine that you have wasted all your money because Amazon goes out of business. Is that going to happen? Like, if Amazon goes out of business. Here's here's, here's my dilemma. Like, so, okay, and the other part of eBooks that's annoying is is that, you know, not all of the major sellers have everything, you know? And, okay, I'm just going to say, I mean, like, the most of the devices I use, it would be iBooks is what I would want to read eBooks through. And their selection is, I'm going to say, probably, like, not the best. It's probably the worst. Yeah. And then I'll, like, I'll be like, well, I want to get this book. Oh, it's not available on iBooks. Well, and then, you know, I can't help myself, so I go look on Amazon. And it's sitting right there on Amazon. Like, I could get it. But that means now. But it's that, like, no, nah, I don't want to. It's like now I'm, like, I'm like caught between two different things. And it's like, I just, it's, yeah. like, it's like, fuck that, dude. Like, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, no, nah, that 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 is a good point. But so then I, really I go to the, so then I go to the used bookstore and buy the giver for like four dollars. You can read it wherever you want. Yeah, they can kiss my ass. Yeah, I really do enjoy <laughs> reading it on a tablet or a phone, and I love the fact that Wikipedia is and a dictionary is just built right into it. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's, that's cool. really nice. I really feel like if you buy a book at the bookstore, it should be like you get a free digital download. And you just get the ebook as well. Yeah. Well, they do that with like Blu-rays already. Dude, I saw that thing that you told me about, Ultraviolet. Yeah. Yeah. So they should do that with books. I mean, why not, right? It's like, yeah, you actually paid for the book. I mean, whatever. Yeah, but then, but then look, look, Ultraviolet isn't a good solution because they're not like high def, you know? And you know what? Those things are like proprietary too. Yeah. It's like you can watch it in, in, you know, some special player. There you go. That has to connect uh, to the internet no, 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 and but, has but, to, like, back, verify your license number or whatever the hell. Yeah. Back to, like, my problem, though, uh, that I, I like them as trophies. And when I read them on uh, a tablet or a phone, it's like I don't have – I can't, like, set it on the shelf. Like, bookshelves just look cool. You know what I mean? They do. They do. And – um. And, like, I'm torn right now because I listen to all the audiobooks of A Song of Ice and Fire. And, you know, whether or not you think it's right that I get the books because I didn't actually read the words, whatever. I don't care. I want them as trophies because I finished them. And it's like I got to buy them 
You got to go in the digital used. form and freaking paperback. And like, do I get them used or do I want them new? And it's like, and then I got to, and this is a totally separate problem. But the problem with buying those books is that right now you can get like a four pack of the first four in paperback that all have the same similar covers, you know? Yeah. But then the fifth one isn't in paperback yet. So uh, yeah, you can't, you can't do that. You got to, you got to wait. Yeah. I'm going to read the next one as a book, though. I've listened to all five as audiobooks, but I'm going to, the sixth one, I'm going to actually read. Six and seven. There's going to be two more. Dude, I'm listening to an audiobook right now called Snow Crash. What's it about? It's like Blade Runner. It's like. Did I tell you I just watched Blade Runner for the first time? No. Yeah, dude, like not, not a month ago. Like, how would you describe Blade Runner? It's it like the setting of it. It's like future, like punk, cyber, whatever. Yeah, it's, isn't it like kind of Asian culture or? Yeah, there's something Asian about it. Maybe that's just it. like a, there's, he eats at like a Chinese restaurant or something. Maybe that's it. Well, anyways, <laughs> um, Snow Crash is similar. Huh. Similar setting. It, You're I mean, reading it or listening to it? I'm listening to it. It's an audio book and mm-hmm. it is hella long. I just, I'm just kind of in the beginning. Um, yeah. So there you go. I'm I'm not reading a, you know, elementary school <laughs> or listening to an elementary school book. <laughs> well, it's easier if you're just listening. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Um So, yeah. Have you listened to any new podcasts recently? Dude, I was like pissed off. In fact, that's what made me go get this audiobook. All my favorite podcasts, I just it was like all at once. You know, uh, basically, they're pretty much like weekly podcasts. So, you know, every week they'll release their episodes and I'll listen to them. And it was like all of them this week were just totally lame, like like <laughs> not interesting subjects or like special episodes. That You're don't... talking about The Verge. They had this stupid like 30 minute live one or something, right? I mean, that's one of them. And yeah. I'm also talking about Amplified and I'm talking about tech stuff. And I was just like. I was like, dude, I need something to listen to. And like all my podcasts are just pissing me off. And so like I took my dog out today and I was going to listen to The Verge and then I saw what it was and I was like, oh, forget this. Skip. Yep. Instead, I got two new podcasts to listen to and I listened to one of them tonight. Um, Have you heard of The Besties? Nope. So, you know of a new website called Polygon? Yeah. Well, it's kind of like their uh, podcast. Oh, cool. But the thing is, they've been around since before. Uh, they've only been around for like a year, but Polygon's only been around for like a couple months. So the and podcast know, preceded the website. Yeah, I don't know how that works. I don't know if like Polygon brought them into the fold or if they Is it kind of like this is my ne- is, it like, is it like this is my next and then that became the I don't verge? know. I see I don't know much about it. Honestly, this is the second one I've ever listened to and I'm just trying to piece together what happened from these two little things. But the Besties is called the Besties from what I understand because what they do is they play video games uh all day and <laughs> they they like It's not that they're rating them, but they are rating them. What they're doing, the Besties is supposed to be like a video game kind of like award for the year. And I, I don't know, I think maybe all throughout the year they're picking these games and they do it like they do it like a sports game. Like, you know, how football has like four pre-games and they got like, what is it, like 17 regular season games and they have uh, championship games and Super Bowl, right? And there's like wild cards and, and there's all sorts of stuff. Okay. Um, that's kind of how they're doing it they're they're like um i think what they do is they choose games themselves to put into this pool and then they let users of the website like vote on them from what i understand are you voting i haven't even i know i'm not yet i should but Hmm. you know i don't know maybe they're i think they're actually coming up toward when they're going to choose because it's coming it's almost the end of the year you know yeah but um it's just interesting to hear them talk about games that i've like never played before never even heard of really that's cool and then also games that I have played. What's your other podcast that you got? Um, the other one, and I've only listened to one of this, but I, you know, I've heard of this podcast and I know a lot of people like it. I just had never really listened to it. It's called You Look Nice Today. I've heard of that, but I've never listened to it. Do you know anything about it? I don't even know what that's about. Okay, I'm going to say it could be about fashion for all I know. I have no idea what that's about. Okay, check this out. See, you're not even expecting this. I'm going to say a name, and I know for a fact that you've heard of this guy, okay? 
Go. Merlin Mann. Shut up. <laughs> you know what? Okay, you know what? That makes me like not want to listen to that podcast. That guy. Are you, you don't like me. Merlin Mann? He annoys me. Well, okay, on Mac Break or on John Gruber on the talk show? Anything that he shows really? up on. It, every time he talks, he just like ugh. Yeah, dude. I think he I think he's he's a smart person. I mean he seems he seems very smart, but he okay. just I just don't like listening to him talk. I don't know. He bugs me. Wow, wow! I think he's very opinionated, and I think he has really good opinions. Uh, yes, he is very opinionated. I think his opinions suck. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's really nitpicky, but I mean, he's very he's a he's a tech. You, okay, no, you know what you know what he drives me crazy with is I what? think he has a real tendency to he'll talk on these various podcasts and just go like way off topic like did you know uh, okay this is gonna explain 100 percent what you just said what i like looked him up on wikipedia or something he he gives like talks like all over the place Uh on like tech stuff and also on add is he is he add absolutely yeah and like he 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 knows it and, and he's like uh he talks to people about it so, I mean, he gets, and it's just like, I mean, sometimes it's funny, you know? I mean, like, okay, for example, The Verge. The Verge is a good example of a podcast where, I mean, they get they get pretty far off topic quite regularly, but they usually are pretty funny, and then they'll usually, like, bring it back. Um, but that guy, man, he just goes, like, into deep space, you know? Really? See, I, I disagree. I feel like The Verge, they get way off topic, dude. I mean... Too far sometimes. This, every once in a while, they will go too far, and it's like, holy hell. <laughs> but um, Especially Josh. That guy needs to tone it down a little bit, man. <laughs> um, hey, dude, did you read Did you read uh, Paul's... What do you, tell me what you think about Paul. I feel kind of sorry for him. You feel sorry <laughs> for him? Why? <laughs> um... I, okay, here's what I mean by that. I think he's really an intelligent guy and a really interesting guy, and I think he's like really thoughtful. He has a lot of like interesting thoughts that if if he gets a chance to talk, he's interesting to listen to. I think he doesn't get a lot of time to talk, and that's where I feel. I think he you know gets, gets kind of like like <sighs> overshadowed by those other two. You know? It's true, and especially since he's taken like a year away from the internet, he doesn't have and that too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, it's funny. We're like reviewing other podcasts on our podcast, but, um, I feel like one day one of his friends told him, Paul, you never get to say, like, people always cut you off. Like you need to like take a hold of this podcast and speak your mind because it feels like one day everything changed. And he, when he talks, he just does not stop. No matter who tries to cut him off, he will complete his sentence. And he's not a very fast talker. Oh, he's not. No, he's not. He has trouble sometimes putting thoughts together. And I I don't blame him because so do I. But um, he's a really good writer. I mean, his articles that he writes, I think, are really, really good. No, I I agree. I'm proud of him. I think he's kind of like a little bit kind of known for that. Like. He, he is. He, and that's what I mean when I say he, he seems very smart. He's, and, he, and he has yeah. interesting things to talk about. He does. And, he, and when he does write about them, his writing is, is good. Yeah, you know? It's hard to listen to sometimes because he does. It's, he, it, it's a little bit harder for him to get his point across. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, speaking about his writing, um, <clears throat> our uh, longtime listener, Matt DeKine, tweeted about uh, one of his articles that he put up. And I read it. Uh, he wrote an article on pornography. Uh, yeah, I know. I read it. What did you think of that? Okay, first of all, I was like initially just shocked that he would write that and put that out there on the web. Balls, man. Yeah, I was like, really? Wow, you're just gonna like go ahead and put that on like on the internet? He's talking about like his pornography use. Yeah, his like you know his stash of porn on his computer or whatever and it's like and it's not talking about it in like a funny like comedian kind of way it's like he's not proud of this you yeah know what i mean yeah no i was like wow he's that was surprising but um i don't know i mean it was a while since i read it um i mean i'm just saying it, i thought it was an excellent article very uh just like true man everything he said it was true you know what, what do you think about his whole 
uh, internet, no internet lifestyle for a year. Um, that's cool. I think it's, I think it's really cool. I, I mean, I think it's really interesting. It's yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know what? It's, it's awesome that he's in a position. He has a job where he can actually do that. Yeah, and, seriously. And like, um, it's like an experiment. I don't like experiments and it's like, know, he's been, it's, He's coming up on the full year now, I think. Do you know when it's going to be? No, not off the top of my head. Yeah. Do you? No, I don't. Um, I think it's it's only a couple more months. I think it's like three more months or or. That so. sounds about right. And, and which, that's surprising. I realized it when I read that article, and I was because uh, I don't know he he might have mentioned it in there or something like that. Like, am I going to go look at porn in like two months from now or something or whatever? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. yeah, yeah. Um and. Uh, I don't know. I mean, not that this is any big news, but I was just like, wow, like it's been longer than I realized since that whole thing started. Yeah. Anyways. How's Queen Latifah doing? So Queen Latifah <laughs> is my cat. <laughs> is it your cat though? <laughs> you know what? No, it's not. Cause I haven't put a collar on her yet. Um, you need to do that. I don't know how she's doing. She's not here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> It was raining, wasn't it? <laughs> it was, and I went. Like I, I was door. looking for, her and she's not there. So what's happening at my house is like there's this cat who has just been, you know, hanging around my house, and uh, it's it started coming in my house. So <laughs> like I would I would go out the front door, and I mean you've already heard me tell the story, but it's true. I'd go out the front door and like go you know in my car, or go whatever. And the cat would like run in the door, and um, and it would just be like hanging out in my house, like like she lived there, like no big deal, and she's like really friendly, like she does that thing that cats do, where she'll like rub up against your legs when you're standing yeah. there, and she'll like purr and all this stuff, and um, so it started raining one night, and she's like crying at the front door, like scratching at the door, like she wants to come in, and I let her in because I'm like, well, I just felt bad for her, you know, like it's raining and she has like nowhere to go apparently. So I don't know. I just started kind of taking care of this cat. So now she comes around all the time and I'm like feeding her and taking care of her, but she's not here tonight. I don't know where she. And so my idea to figure out if this cat has an owner, I thought, which I thought was a really good one was to put a collar on it with your name and phone number on it, or maybe just your phone number. I don't know. And if somebody calls you and say, Hey, this is my stinking cat. There you go. Be like, hey, well, Maybe you should take better care of it because... Yeah, seriously. Because if you have an outside cat without a collar, I mean, that's not very responsible. Yeah. No, I mean, the thing is, is like, see, I had to put... Well, I mean, I guess I don't have to, but I chose to put her out this morning when I went to work because there was nobody at the house. In fact, there's still no one. I went to work, gone all day, come home, and I'm still the only person here. Mm -hmm. And I just don't want to leave her in the house by herself like the entire day while no one's home. So you actually like set her outside? She wouldn't go outside? No, she's good. Like, I'll open the door oh, and be okay. like, hey, like, Tifa, like, get out. Call her Tifa. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she, she, she'll go out. Um, like, I think she likes, sometimes, sometimes she'll be in the house and she'll have been in the house for like hours and hours and hours or like most of the day or whatever. And then she'll be like crying at the front door, like trying to get out. I think she likes going outside because she likes like playing around on the outside. I don't know what she does. Um, so I put her out, you know, and usually when I come home, she'll be around like she'll like see my car uh-huh. and she'll run and come up to me and be like, you know, looking for food, basically. <laughs> um, but she wasn't there tonight. So cool. And I, and I, I like looked around and I like I, you know, sometimes I've, I've done this before. Where, like I've come home and I don't know, maybe she didn't see me or something. And then I'll just like poke my head back outside like 10 minutes later after I've been in the house and she'll be like right there. <laughs> but she wasn't there tonight so i don't know where she is <laughs> all right well i hope uh you find out that she does not have an owner and that you get to keep her yeah i like her um i don't know she's so fat though like maybe she does have an owner <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't know by the way is that why you called her queen latifah yeah of course it is <laughs> i mean how else do you think that came to be duh <laughs> She's okay, that's an awesome name. <laughs> <laughs> hey, both of our pets are named after 
famous musicians. Yeah, there you go. John Henry Bonham and Queen Latifah. <laughs> the two opposite <laughs> ends of the spectrum. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Anyways. Um, all right, let, let's wrap it up. All right, man. Cool. Uh, check out our website, noformatpodcast.com, and email us, noformatpodcast at noformatpodcast.com, and follow me at Wedge. You know what? I don't even use Twitter anymore. Dude, you know what? Are you done with Twitter? Thank you. Uh, no, I'm, I'm not done with Twitter. I don't think I'm done with Twitter, but... um. You know what I downloaded the other day? Tweetbot. Google Plus. Dude, you... I I haven't done anything on it. I just downloaded it because I was very impressed in the recent apps that Google has put out. So I thought, you know what? What other apps does Google have? That's all I did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, let's end it. <laughs>